So we're now going to move on to the musculoskeletal system and I've separated this into upper and lower limb. So we're going to start with upper limbs and we're going to start with the uppermost joint, which is the shoulder joint. So in reality, if uh, someone hurt their shoulder, a lot of these techniques and um, assessments are going to focus on the injured side only. There is an element of comparing like to like and comparing non-injured to injured side but for a lot of these assessment techniques you're just going to be focusing on the one side that has been injured which is a slight deviation from the other assessments where you tend to do lots of things bilaterally routinely on an msk you're just going to focus generally on the injured side only very similar to the cranial nerves, we're not going to be doing general assessment for these systems. Uh, we're going to be making initial contact, getting our consent, sorting our hands out. Uh, we'll do a, a visual end of bed exam, so our sum teams assessment, looking for any clues on visual inspection. Uh, and then we're going to be going into the history. And again, the history is very dependent upon the injury that you're presented with. Uh, but you're going to be considering presenting complaint, uh, mechanism of injury, um, pain, so you're going to be assessing level of pain, uh, history of falls, especially in the elderly, but not uniquely limited to the elderly, uh, and in loss of uh, altered sensation. So think about your neurovascular status as well. Uh, we would have covered pain assessment in, in the lecture, but just really quick recap. You've got a couple of scales really for adults and children, or um, numerical rating scale between zero and 10, the one that lots of people use, or the visual analog scale uh, where they would mark on a piece of paper where they felt their pain was between two marks, one with no pain and, and one with worse pain. In the very young, um, you might be using the one baker um, faces for, for the, the, the very small children who, who have limited uh, communication skills or, or don't understand um, the numerical rating scale, etc. Um, and you might also be considering um, the, the Mobid 2 scale for, for the older people. Um, there's also pieces of hurt tool where you've got your poker pieces or whatever you can lay your hand on and that will give you an idea of the severity of the pain. Um, and you've also got um, the flax scale for, for the, the, the very small infants from sort of two months onwards where you're just looking at visual clues. Uh, so flax stands for the face, the legs, the activity, the cry and the consolability. Um, but once you've, once you've done your, your pain assessment, you can consider a history of falls um, and intervene with prevention um, if needed or, or, or referrals if needed to a falls team. And then you're going to move into your, your phase of examination. And remember back in your general assessment summary, we talked about the, the, the way we do this and basically it's look, feel and move. Um, one thing we do have to make sure we do is we have to make sure we do a joint above and joint below if necessary, um, just to make sure there's no, no referred pain or injuries. So you're going to start with inspection. So going back now to the shoulder, 
Um, they need to strip off the top layer so you can get a good chance to look at them all the way around. They're going to inspect the anterior, the posterior and the lateral side. Um, just thinking about symmetry and obvious deformities and bruising and swelling and things like that. Joint above the shoulder would be the cervical spine, so we're going to palpate the C-spine. If there's nil tender on palpation, um, then we would consider moving it later. But initially, we're just going to feel um, from C2 to C7 for any tenderness. Joint below the shoulder would be the elbow, uh, and we're going to feel the medial and lateral epicondyles and the olecranon. Going back up to the shoulder, uh, we're going to palpate around the sternoclavicular joint. We're going to palpate the length of the clavicle on the affected side. And we're going to palpate the acromioclavicular joint, the glenohumeral joint, and the scapulars. Considering the neurovascular status when we palpate, can they feel? Is there any loss of sensation? Is it nice and warm to touch? So we've done our look. We've done our feel. Now we're going to do our move. Okay, so back up to the joint above, which is the, the neck. I'm going to ask them to move for the normal range of movement you'd expect from a neck should be pain-free. Then we're going to go joint below and ask them to move the elbow. So flexion, extension, pronate and supinate. And then we're going to move the shoulder. So we're going to abduct and adduct. And we're going to do this actively, passively and resisted. We're going to consider flexion and extension actively, passively, and resisted. And we're going to do internal, external rotation, actively, passively, and resisted. And finally, we're going to ask them to do um, normal, everyday, functional tests. So hands behind the heads, hands behind the back. That should be pain-free and easy to do. And that is your shoulder assessment.